gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back to another edition of My Two Cents Podcast, episode 33, which is entitled Disrespect. Now, before I get into all the topics that I want to get into today, I'm going to read off the National Food Days of the week as usual. Today, August 1st, is Raspberry Cream Pie Day. August 2nd is Ice Cream Sunday Day. August 3rd, Watermelon Day and IPA Day. August 4th, Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. August 5th, Oyster Day, August 6th, Root Beer Float Day, and August 7th, Raspberries and Cream Day. Now, I want to start off with um, some condolences, and this leads into the topic. There's a condolences of two people that died last Saturday from a Southern California movie theater's uh, shooting, basically. This is coming from NBC News, and the headline reads, TikTok star Anthony Barajas dies days after movie theater shooting, as it reads. A popular TikTok star died from his injuries days after a man opened fire inside a Southern California movie theater during a screening of The Forever Purge, police said Saturday. Anthony Barajas, 19, was the second victim killed in Monday's shooting. Corona police previously identified the first victim as Riley Goodridge. 18 years old. Authorities said Barajas and Goodridge were at the Regal Edwards Theater in Corona, about 50 miles southeast of downtown Los Angeles, for a 9.35 p.m. showing of the action horror film. Workers cleaning up the theater after the movie ended discovered two people had been shot in the head, according to a statement from Riverside County District Attorney Mike Hestron. Goodrich was pronounced dead and Brahas was taken to the hospital and pronounced and placed on life support. Corona police said Brahas died earlier Saturday morning. Joseph Jimenez, 20 years old, was arrested in connection with the shooting. He was placed earlier this week on suspicion of murder, attempting murder and robbery, but prosecutors on Friday filed a special circumstance murder charge. Mike said the special circumstance charge makes Jimenez eligible for the death penalty if prosecutors choose to seek that punishment at trial. Corona police said Saturday it is working with Hestron's office to add an additional count of first-degree murder. A judge on Friday ordered Jimenez to be held without bail. His arraignment was delayed until Thursday at the request of the defense. Prosecutors said the shooting appeared to be random and unprovoked. So I just wanted to give people in touch and give people information on a movie theater shooting that I didn't know nothing about until I was searching the internet for topics to talk about this week. I'm just being aware of, well, first and foremost, let me say condolences to the Brojas family and the Goodrich family families. Um, they are now having to bury their children or relatives of theirs, and this is ridiculous. For people, again, people not understanding this, let me break this down to you. Movie theater shootings are very, very... It's starting to become the norm. And it's very scary that you are starting to shoot people in movie theaters. Now, mind you, movie theaters are just starting to reopen up again. Just starting to reopen up. And people are trying to... Well, at least this shooting has gone down. I'm not sure how many will be going down next. 
But if you're planning on going to the movie theater, I want you guys to please, please be careful. You have people out here that are so not right mentally in the skull that will try to take you and or your loved ones out. So anybody that is planning on going to the movie theaters anytime soon, please be careful. That's what I'm asking you. Please be careful. Also, please, if you see anybody with a book bag come into the theaters, please just walk out. Just walk out because you don't know what people are carrying inside their book bags. They might be like shuffling candy in. They might be shuffling like other like wardrobe in or something else might be. But anything can happen now. We are in a strange world. We've been living in a strange world for a good amount of time. Let me give you guys a personal story of mine. My mother took... No, 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 no. My brother wanted to go see a movie. My mom told me to go take my brother to go see a movie, all right? We went to go to a movie theater. We went and saw the movie. And during the movie, we saw a guy walk in with a book bag, all right? Now, now since the... This is going around, like, the era of whenever the Batman shooting happened, the Dark... uh, I believe it was the Dark... The last, like, installment of the Dark Knight franchise. And... This was around that time period when me and my brother went to see the movies, like, about, give it about a good year or two pass after that incident. We went to see the movies, and we went and saw a movie, and a guy walks in with a book bag, and he just leaves his book bag right in the movie theater, like, right in that section. And me and my brother are looking at this, and we were talking to ourselves, like, yo, let's get out of here. But we didn't leave the theater. We did not leave. We just waited and waited. And just sat there and continuously watching the movie. Now, to our, thank God, nothing was inside that book bag that was just left there. Anything could have happened in that particular moment. Anything could have been in that book bag. Anything could have, that guy could have came back and started shooting up the joint or whatever the case may be. But I just want people to be on high alert. I'm just saying that's an instance that something just weird just happened to us. But thankfully, we were able to get out of there with unscathed, on nothing happened to us off of that incident, but just imagine you're with your family and the guy just walks in with a book bag and he just drops his book bag off and just leaves. And also, keynote here, the guy comes back literally what ten minutes before the movie is over and he comes back with a, a thing of popcorn in the hand and he just starts sitting down and the movie is like ends ten minutes later. How weird is that? You see him drop off a book bag, leave for a good majority of the movie, come back with popcorn in hand 10 minutes before the movie is done, and bam, it's done. That's weird. But anyway, please be careful. That's all I'm saying. Please be careful. There's weirdos out here, and I don't need to like just place blame onto the weirdos. Even certain people that might not even look weird are the, are the ones that will just start shooting up the joint and airing things out. But you have to be on your best behavior. You have to be cautious of people out here when you're going to these movie theaters especially since movie theaters are now open up and people want to get back to life before the pandemic life will never be normal life will never go back to what it was before the pandemic i just want to get that out to people and let people understand life will never go back to what it was before the pandemic so you have to live in this new normal and this new normal might be yo i might have to pay this little extra more money to watch movies inside the house or I might have to get the streaming services and pay that little bit extra more to get the movie that I want to see. You get the drift of what I'm getting at here. But if you want to go the route of going to the movies and watching movies the old-fashioned way, please be in mind that there are still people out here that are trying to take you out and that will take you out. And as you just heard from me, 
reading off two people that are dead off of somebody just shooting them for no reason. There are still people. I just want to keep that in mind with people. Please be careful going to the movie theaters. Now, I want to talk about another thing that I didn't know until my mother brought to me. Yet again, thank you, mother, for this one. I didn't know nothing about the January 6th Capitol riot uh, investigating hearings like this week. I knew nothing about that. My mom asked me, what was I going to talk about this week? And I told her like one topic and I possibly told her like a second topic. And then she told me, oh, did you, what about the, what about the Capitol riot uh, hearings? I said, what do you mean? You, you haven't saw the news or anything? I'm like, nah, I haven't been paying attention. I've been focusing on my like work. What, what do you mean? She said, oh, the Capitol riot hearings have been had going on this week. And I said, hold on, wait a minute. They had hearings this week? She's like, yeah. And then she showed it off to me. And I was like, oh, my God. So I got some audio from CBS. And I want you guys to listen to this. These are officers talking about their experiences on that day for the January 6th uh, hearing in front of the House Selected Committee that's supposed to be investigating this uh Right. I just want you guys to hear what these officers have to say. And then after that, I'm going to go into more detail of what they said, but they couldn't really like place it on the uh, audio because, well, it's television and you can't really place everything on television. But anyway, I'm going to play the audio from CBS's own Chris Van Cleve. And here you go. In dramatic and gut-wrenching testimony, four police officers described what felt like medieval battle fighting inch by inch to repel an angry mob of Trump supporters intent on breaching the Capitol on January 6th. I heard chanting from some in the crowd, get his gun and kill him with his own gun. I could feel my, myself losing oxygen and recall thinking to myself, this is how I'm going to die. At worst, be dragged out into the crowd and lynched. As video of what officers experienced rolled, Capitol Police Sergeant Aqualino Gunnell wiped tears from his eyes. D.C. Officer Michael Fanone comforted the Iraq War veteran. You hear uh, former President Trump say, quote, it was a loving crowd. There was a lot of love in the crowd. How does that make you feel? It's upsetting. It's a pathetic excuse for his behavior. I'm still recovering from those hugs and kisses. It was his supporter that he sent them over to the Capitol that day. Capitol Police Officer Harry Dunn remains haunted by the racial slurs hurled at him like fists by rioters. One woman in a pink MAGA shirt yelled, you hear that, guys? This n voted for Joe Biden. Then the crowd, perhaps around 20 people, joined in screaming, boo, nigga. But the crowd hurled more than words. 165 of the 540 arrested so far are charged with assaulting, resisting, or impeding police. The officers expressed frustration over GOP lawmakers downplaying the attack. The indifference shown to my colleagues is disgraceful, but nothing, truly nothing, has prepared me to address those elected members of our government who continue to deny the events of that day. But ahead of the hearing, top House Republicans directed blame without evidence on Speaker Pelosi, not former President Trump. The American people deserve to know the truth that Nancy Pelosi bears responsibility. Congressman Adam Kinzinger, one of two Republicans on the nine-member committee, fought back tears as he thanked the four men. We are all Americans today, 
And we thank you for holding that line. To continue on from the CBS uh, report, because they couldn't put everything into the video broadcast, as I said before, I'm going to read this on right here. One police officer said he was beaten with a flagpole and soaked with chemical spray while defending the Capitol. As a result of his injuries, he said he had surgery on his right foot, would knee surgery on his left shoulder, and would further rehab for possibly more than a year. Another police officer told CBS News he was tortured on January 6th, dragged alone into the crowd, tased and beaten with fists and metal objects. He said Tuesday the attack rendered him unconscious and that he suffered a mild heart attack and a brain injury. He continues to deal with trauma and so does his children. After nearly losing their father, he said. Another police officer, that same police officer, said he feared for his life and pleaded with the mob, telling them, I have kids. He said he heard the crowd chant, kill him with his own gun, and said, I can still hear those words in my head today. During his testimony, the police officer criticized people who had downplayed the attacks, as you guys already heard. This black police officer that was helping make sure the Capitol doesn't get destroyed uh, said, had testified Tuesday, said he was assaulted and called racial slurs during the mob attack, which occurred after President Donald Trump's stopped the steel rally. The officer said that during the siege, while in conversation with a rioter, he volunteered that he voted for Joe Biden. A crowd of nearly 20 people then surrounded him. He said, screaming and calling him the N-word. After the attack, he sat down with another black officer and told him about the racial slurs he endured that day. He said he began sobbing and asked, is this America? He urged the committee to get to the bottom of what happened and compare the events of July, not July, January 6th to a murder carried out by a hitman. If a hitman is hired and he kills somebody, the hitman goes to jail, he said. But not only does the hitman go to jail, but the person who ordered them does. There was an attack carried out on January 6th and a hitman sent them. I want you to get to the bottom of that. Another officer called the front lines of the attack a meat grinder. The officer was previously seen in a video footage screaming in pain as a mob of rioters crushed him in a doorway and pressed toward a Capitol entrance. He said that as his head was being bashed by a rioter, he feared that at best, he said, he might collapse and become a liability to his colleagues. At worst, he added, be dragged down into a crowd and lynched. He said, I did the only thing I could do and scream for help. Throughout his opening statement, the officer repeatedly referred to those in the violent mob as terrorists. Representative Jamie Raskin asked him why he used that language in contrast with those who have compared the mob to a group of tourists. The officer said, well, if that's what America tourists are like, I can see why foreign countries don't like American tourists. He acknowledged that some may take issue with his terminology, but cited the U.S. law for terrorism suggesting the activities of those in the crowd fit the definition. Prosecutors have so far accused at least three capital right defendants of committing crimes of terrorism, an allegation that that is not itself a criminal charge, but it is a factor that judges can weigh in a criminal case. That is confusing to me. How is that not a criminal charge? Crimes of terrorism. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I read this and now I'm rereading it again to you all and I'm coming to this conclusion that if you are, well, this has already been a conclusion. If you're white, screw it. If you're white and you do acts of terrorism, which storming the Capitol building, which people in America 
put as on a big pedestal where you put all your leaders that you vote for and make bills, supposedly, are going to go and make votes that will judge everything and make laws and all this stuff that we put in a such high degree. And people come there and try to storm it and kill up or try to grab somebody because we have all heard every single we heard all the chants we heard all the video we heard we there's too much video evidence that show that all those rioters were there to try to get that building just for donald trump they have all said it trump wouldn't mind this and that we're here for trump blah 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 this is all trump how do you mean to tell me this is not a treasonous thing this is not a criminal crime how you don't you don't charge this as a criminal charge but uh, it's mind-boggling to me let this be all blacks. I think we all got the point here. If it was blacks, it would have been a completely different scenario. If it was all Middle Easterners, this definitely would have been a terrorism charge. Off rip, every single one of these people that would have looked like Middle Eastern people would have been straight up charged with terrorist crimes up the butt. I mean, by God, but since white folks are running that show, we're not going to charge them with terrorism. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, in the middle. My God, get the sticks out your butt and understand that that attack on January the 6th was terrorism. I don't care how you want to slice it, how you want to dice it. Oh, we were here for Trump. No, that is utter garbage. Yes, you guys might have been there for Trump. And you know what? I'm just going to stick it now. Because I was saving this for after my whole little spiel. But screw it. It's running right into it. How is... The Republican, how do the Republicans try to throw this onto Nancy Pelosi? How are you going to throw this onto Nancy Pelosi? How? Nancy Pelosi is just a speaker for the Democrats. That's all she's, that's all she is. She's a speaker for the Democrat. I don't go into the whole Congress and House of Representatives. I don't play those type of games because personally, I don't care about what the people up there do, up there, up in their big houses and all that kind of crap do. Because one, again, those type of rules don't pay me no mind. Because those don't count for my everyday, day-to-day operations for me and my family. I'm just going to be blunt with you. They don't. And the rest of normal American civilization, it doesn't count for us. We really don't matter to them. But how are you going to try to incite that riot, that 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 terrorist action onto Nancy Pelosi, not Donald Trump? How? Donald Trump sent them niggas over there. I'm just going to be blunt with you. Screw that. Niggas is different. These are niggers. They sent these niggers there to the Capitol building. You understand? These niggers went over there and tried to take the Capitol building for their president. Their president. And I'm going to keep on saying their president because they don't believe that Joe Biden is the president even though he won the election. Get it through your heads. Joe Biden won the election. You can be salty, pissed off, upset all you want. It happened, dog. Just get over it. But how does Republicans that are, how do Republicans even still think that this is not Donald Trump's fault? How? You must be on Donald Trump's payroll or either you are so damn hard-headed that you want to just stick to the idea that Democrats always have to go against Republicans. It's that same, same, same overarching thing that has been happening for a long period of time that people just want to continue that of Democrats versus Republicans. I don't understand that. 
Do that whenever it's president, whenever it's president race time. Do that whenever it's the election time. Do that. Cool. Fine. Be damned. I don't care. Do that then. This past election time, we have a president, president, a new one. We were going to get a new one. Literally, we're only whenever the January 6th riots happened, we were literally a couple weeks before Biden was supposed to come in and swore himself in as president. But how do Republicans now, after seeing all the damning video, all the damning evidence, everything from all these damn idiots that are supposedly supposed to be Republican or Republicans are basically kicking them in the ass and saying, nah, they're not Republicans, they are dummies. They don't represent Republicans. And I've heard Republicans go on national television and say, yo, they do not represent us. They are not Republicans. They are not us. They are basically foreign aliens to us. Be damned with them. How do Republicans in the top spot still deem this okay and try to shove that blame over to Nancy Pelosi will always be a mind-boggling thing to me. Shift that damn blame over to Trump. Trump did this. Trump did this shit. Trump told these people, yo, I was going to be with you. Go there and I'll be right behind you. Trump's ass stayed his ass right in the White House and said, nah, I don't know what what y'all talking about. I was never going to be over there. He sent y'all straight to the slaughter. And that's all on y'all to believe that or not believe that. But that's the fact. Your man's told you that he was going to be with you and that didn't happen. Was Trump anywhere around the Capitol building with y'all? Not one iota. Not a single bit of him was there. Not even his damn toupee was with y'all. You understand? No DNA of Trump was with y'all whenever you guys stormed the Capitol building. I just want to get that through y'all head, okay? Trump left y'all literally out in the cold. He left y'all on a legit desert island by yourself. If this was Antarctica, you motherfuckers would be literally on a crumpling piece of ice that's about to be submerged by a whole... Just bl- just a whole thing of water right around you. You're about to drown in that because you guys listened to that dummy. For real. And I want to connect Trump to Charles Manson. Charles Manson orchestrated killings of Sharon Tate and some other Hollywood elites back in, what, 1969? Okay? And he was charged with that with his family members. But here's the key part that I don't think people are understanding this yet, or that people do understand, but I'm going to reiterate it. Charles Manson ordered his family to murder these celebrities out here. He ordered that. They did it. They got arrested, and Charles Manson ends up getting arrested, and guess what happens? It says right here that later accepted at trial, Manson never expressly ordered the murders his behavior was deemed to warrant a conviction of first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder. Do you understand what that means? He is letting the Manson let the court know, hey, yo, I didn't tell them to murder them. I had nothing to do with it at all. But them being tied to Manson and following Manson's words was enough for the police and the California officers and the DA and everybody else to grab that mofo up and lock his ass away. But you mean to tell me that the biggest damn plight that we have in America, the figurehead, former figurehead, 
can't get his ass locked up for inciting a legit terrorism act of violence against America. The Capitol building. How in the hell does that make sense to anybody? How? How is he not locked away right now? I understand people want to have the investigation. We're supposed to go through this process and blah, blah, blah. Be damned the process. Let's be honest here. I think there's whenever there's enough video, there's literally video evidence that shows this motherfucker telling these people to, yo, go over there and storm the Capitol, basically. He basically didn't say it, but you can decode that speech that he's telling these people that, yo, we're going to go over there and we're going to take it back and da 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 and I'm going to be there with you and that nigga ain't nowhere next to you. Come on, dog. You have video evidence. What the hell are we doing here? I think that when there's enough video evidence right there, there should be no, there should be no investigations. The only question is why and what were you thinking? Those are the only two questions that should ever, ever be allowed to be asked after the motherfucker has been click, click in handcuffs. Literally. If there's video evidence of it, what are we questioning here? What are we questioning? What are we doing? This is a complete disrespect to me and the American people. How do you even go along with this monstrosity? But nevertheless, I do want to, that's one thing I wanted to get off my chest with this, because I didn't pay that no bit of attention until my mom brought that to me, and I'm glad that she brought that to me. By the way, mother, sorry for cussing so much that you heard your boy cuss so much. You know what I mean? I would get real ex aggravated and things come out and I try to hold it in so much but yet again I'm sorry to my mother and I'm sorry to everybody that knows me this is not like me but when I get upset and things boil my skin like this is really boiling me because it's pissing me off how all these white mother are getting out of getting out of it and we as the minorities people of color blacks you could be asian you could be middle eastern you could have been mexican hispanic latino you could have been everything under the damn sun except white and we would have got a completely different outcome than what happened right here with these white folks right now there's an investigation going on where in the god's green damn whether would there have been an investigation for us? Hell no. They would have looked on our damn social media to see, okay, this person was there, grab his ass. This person was there, grab her ass. This group was there, get all them niggas. Get all of them. For any minority, for any of them. That is exactly what happened. Hell, as a matter of fact, no, there would have been no way there was wouldn't have been blood sprayed all over that damn Capitol building floor. There's no way. As everybody know, that floor would have been bloody than a bitch. That's just facts. That damn Capitol building floor would have been bloodied in a motherfucker. And especially that nigga that put his foot, matter of fact, not nigga, that nigger that put his foot on that, on Nancy Pelosi's desk. And he had his feet kicked up like he was damn near king of the goddamn world. How do you guys seriously let these people get away with it? Oh yeah, we're in America. Whites rule it. But I'm telling you, when the day comes that every person of color aligns and really groups up together and boy white whiteies listen to me now you guys are in a rude awakening when that happens and i'm not talking about the whites that every single whiteies mm -mm, you know who you are i'm talking about the whites that hate people of color i'm talking about the whites that agree with the actions of trump because boy when that day comes ooh. 
cool because boy oh boy those wheels are slowly turning the days where people would never thought that people would be leaving their jobs so much and that's happening now and people will not will, there's a whole lot of people just leaving jobs there's a whole lot of people becoming entrepreneurs themselves there's a whole lot of people that wants to work for themselves people would have never thought they would see that day coming oh it's happening the wheels are slowly turning in people's heads where people are going to slowly come together. And I mean people of color are so going to come together in white Americans that are not with them. You guys are in trouble. I promise you that right now. But I want to get off that and I want to bring back to what I was said, what I said a couple episodes back. I didn't know nothing about this until my mother brought it to me. I'm upset. One, because my phone, Apple, and all these other organizations that will be popping up on my damn phone will be letting me know this is happening, that is happening. You guys are letting me know all these things that don't mean squat to the bigger picture. You guys are letting me know all these small little things that don't mean fuck all. But you're not telling me that something that means something, the big capital, right? You're not telling me that investigation. Now you're not telling me that that shit is coming on on television. You're not telling me that ABC, CBS, NBC, all of them are on my phone. They're not telling me, hey, yo, you need to turn in to watch this. That should be mandatory. Apple should be telling you, yo, turn to whatever news program so you can watch this. This should be mandatory. Because this is going to set the foundation, the blueprints to how people are going to view the capital and view people at the top from going on from now to the future. I guarantee to you, because if this committee doesn't do something about it, I promise you, and mark my words when I say this, it's going to be a day of reckoning whenever people come together. And boy, oh boy, when people think they're safe, Everybody's going to really turn to anarchy and it's really going to become the purge because then people want to say, you guys did nothing to them. And now it's time for us to do something. And I guarantee you, you guys are not going to be able to stop what we do because there's some people you already heard in that clip. There's officers pissed off that people in charge, the people that people vote for, the representatives, mainly the Republicans, are not condemning what these people did. You're not condemning former Trump. Former President Trump for this. You're not doing that. You're not. You're sitting back with your hands in your fucking pocket and just turning the head. It was sweet. Whistling off somewhere. What are you doing? Get to it. Apple, get to it. Tell me next time whenever this... Well, tell me next time whenever I need to look at something that's important. Do that. God. Anyway, on to my next topic. The Baby. Rapper The Baby, last week at uh, Rolling Loud, he came out after Megan Thee Stallion. He performed, and then he brought a guy out with him. He brought out a guy under a mask, and he tells the fans, I'll give you a, th- a million dollars if you guys know who this person is. And he says, I bet you guys don't know who it is. And then he pulls the mask off, and it's Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez. Rapper that's in controversy since last year, July. Tory Lanez has been in controversy. But before I get to Tory Lanez in the whole situation with this, I want to say this about the baby. Listen, he says some controversial things. I'm not going to get into that because everybody's going to have their opinions. Everybody's going to say this and that, whatever. Hey, that's not my fight. 
the baby should have just performed, got off stage, and said goodnight to everybody, and that's about it. But he said his own opinions, and you got to rock with that, and he got to stand with those opinions ten toes down, or he can come turn around and say he's sorry, and he didn't, and he was just trying to say meaningless and pointless things, which happened, was not meaningless, it was not pointless. He said some real gratuitous things, but if it was me, I would say that you should apologize. Now... People at Rolling Loud happened, somebody happened to throw a shoe at the baby. Now, I don't know if this person was just upset because Tory Lanez came out there and I'm going to get into the reason why Tory Lanez was out there. I don't know if people were upset because Tory Lanez was out there or they didn't like the baby's comments, but hey, they happened to throw a shoe at the baby and the baby happened to duck that shoe and the baby said this, to actually be precise with you, after somebody threw a shoe, he said this. Who the fuck threw that motherfucking busted ass goddamn Adidas? He acquired, then pointed at a person in the crowd who couldn't be seen. Baby continued the questions, that's you, he asked. You the leader of the mosh pit that opened that bitch up, nigga. For I come out there and do a front flip on your motherfucking ass. Open that bitch up. And don't throw no more busted ass shoes. The former 2009 XXL freshman added, Again, sorry mama for cussing so much, but hey, that was his words, not mine. Again, you guys gotta relax. Again, I just read off to you guys people getting shot up at a movie theater. Thank God nobody got shot up at Rolling Loud. That was a, that, Rolling Loud is a festival for nothing but hip-hop artists, the hottest names were out there performing their set in front of a rampant crowd of people there to just party up, do some type of substance, drink, a, uh, do some adult activities with each other. Hey, to each his own, as long as you're safe out there, that's all that the world really needs right now. Even though not a lot of people were wearing masks, even though we're in COVID season. By God, we're in COVID season. We're about to hit hard uh, flu season next in August, in September, and October. Believe that. That's coming. But... Nobody was shooting up anything or anything else. The only thing that came, worst thing that happened was somebody threw a shoe at the baby. I want you guys to understand this. The baby is not the person you want to play with. You guys can Google this. I'm not going to tell you what he's done. You guys can Google the baby for yourself. The internet's free. You got it on your phone. Use it. Search search, search the baby up. You know it. Only thing I'm going to say is this. You're lucky the baby didn't go out there because that place could have got aired out quick. The baby is quick to go off the leash. That's all I'm going to say about that. Thank God the baby didn't do that. He just said, hey, yo, nobody throwing no more shoes up here. Everything will be great and cool and cut and straight up. All right. Anybody that's going to go to a baby concert next time, please look around you and see if anybody's going to try to do something stupid. Because let me tell you something. If something were to happen to the baby and the baby wouldn't have dodged that shoe, it would have been straight up traumatic. People at Rolling Loud would have been suing the Rolling Loud uh, organizers and suing the baby because somebody threw a shoe at him. Now, I'm going to take the baby's side on this. Nobody needs to be throwing shoes at people. Nobody needs to be throwing any type of garbage or anything at these performers. These performers are here to just sing their songs, do what they got to do, get paid, and get out of there. A lot of them are. Now, if you don't like these performers, do what the people at... Tyler, the Creator's Flognog concert, well, festival did a couple years ago whenever Drake was there. 
they booed the devil out of Drake. They were expecting somebody else, and Drake got booed. If you don't like that person that's going to be out there for the concert, guess what you do? You just boo their whole performance, just constantly boo, 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 until that musician gets the point, and he walks off the stage. That's what you do. Understand? Rolling Loud is nothing but a festival of artists. That's all you do. You just have to boo, or you just walk away from his set. And as soon as if you are an artist, and you see a drove of people walk away from your set, that tells you that, hey, yo, they ain't here to rock with you, and you can either, A, continue doing what you're doing, or either, B, yo, you can dip out early and still collect your paycheck, because the artist is still going to be paid, whether you want to admit it or not. The artist is still going to be paid for his time being there. But as you, as, as a festival goer, you have the option to leave or stay. Those are your two options that you can do. But if you're going to pay tickets to go see the baby later in concert, later throughout this year, because a whole lot of musicians are going to be touring. Please do not do nothing stupid. The baby ain't the one. The baby is not the one. Understand? And I guarantee you that if you try the baby, you'll get you get tested back. Because the baby ain't chump. Like I said, Google the baby. I ain't gonna tell you what happened. I ain't gonna tell you anything about the baby. I'm just saying that one, he has a short fuse. That's about it. That's the only little. Like, the only little crumb of a cookie that I'll give you. The baby is short-tempered. Don't be stupid. Be yourself and be respectful to the musician or just walk away. All right? That's all I got to say about the baby. Now to Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez has been in a lot of controversy since last year, July. If you don't know or if you don't remember nothing about what happened. Last year in July, Tory Lanez was in controversy because... Uh, there was an incident allegedly that he showed that he shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot. Uh, Tory Lanez has been blackballed literally by a lot of uh, DSPs. DSP is downloaded uh, uh, download services. DSPs, yeah, service download. Anyway, music people, aka Spotify, Apple, iTunes, any SoundCloud or anything of that barometer of music the only place that he hasn't been like shadowed banned or blocked or blackballed from or is literally like youtube because youtube is everywhere and you can put your music out on youtube and it's anything you just gotta search up tory lane's music and there it is it's right there tory lane's has been dealing with the megan Thee stallion alleged shooting incident for a whole solid year now and there's hasn't been any like latest like news coming out about uh, whenever the trial day is going to happen or this and that, they found like significant evidence that proved that Tory Lanez did shoot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot, except for Megan Thee Stallion saying that Tory Lanez shot me in the foot. Now, after Rolling Loud happened, Tory Lanez put out a statement saying black kings are being under attack and warned fans not to join in. He says, don't let all of our black kings get extinct before you realize it was... You, who helped, he wrote on Twitter early Saturday. This is definitely an attack on black man's legacies. Don't be a part of it. Now, again, the reason why he's saying this is because he came out with the baby on Rolling Loud. He performed his song with the baby scat. And after that, he left. Now, why is this so important? He came out after Megan Thee Stallion had her set. Megan Thee Stallion performed her set before the baby came out. The baby came out, and he had Tory Lanez come out, do their song, and then Tory Lanez dipped and bopped out. Now, Tory Lanez, I didn't know this until I listened to the Joe Button podcast. He has a 
Well, Megan Thee Stallion has a restraining order on Tory Lanez. And Megan Thee Stallion's people are trying to say that Tory Lanez uh, violated that order. Megan Thee Stallion has a uh, restraining order that says that Tory Lanez cannot be within 100 yards of Megan Thee Stallion. And with him being at Rolling Loud and he performed on the stage and Megan Thee Stallion was at Rolling Loud, they're trying to say that Tory Lanez was within that 100 yards and they're trying to get Tory Lanez out of here. Now, I find that extremely petty. Now, listen here. Megan Thee Stallion is going to say whatever she wants and do whatever she wants. Hey, you got shot by somebody you allegedly said that it's Tory that shot you. Hey, I can't say that you don't believe that. I can't say nothing else about that. I'm not going to say how she's supposed to feel. Shoot, if I got shot in the foot and I believe it was somebody, guess what? I'm going to say it's somebody until there's some evidence that say it wasn't. Now, now in this instance, if I was Tory, hey, well, I'm just here to collect the bag, do my song, get out here, let people know that I'm still around. That is nothing but free promo from Tory, and that's all he was supposed to do. Now, if he wanted to be threatening, he could have been on stage and said something about Megan Thee Stallion. Let's be honest. That Rolling Loud stage is a big stage, and if he wanted to create controversy, he could have did that by saying something on the stage about Megan Thee Stallion or saying, I'm innocent, wore a shirt saying, I'm innocent, had something with innocent all over it. But he didn't do none of that. He just performed with the baby and bots himself right out, out of here. Megan Thee Stallion is being petty in this instance. Ayo, let your lawyers do what they're supposed to do, dog. Stop that. Let Tory Lanez make money. You can't stop that. Even though you trying to. Even though your people are trying. Let's be honest. Your people are trying to. That's not cool, bro. Tory Lanez got to make money. That's just what it is. He's a musician. He makes music. People are going to listen to his songs. If you don't want to listen to his songs, that's fine and dandy. Do what you want, but don't stop him from trying to make money since he keeps on saying, yo, I didn't do it. And Tory Lanez is waiting for the right date. He's waiting for his court date. He's constantly, he is seriously waiting as an innocent, well, alleged innocent man. Well, no, screw that. As an innocent man, because it's always uh, innocent until you're proven guilty. I don't believe in that philosophy a lot of the time that is you're guilty until proven innocent. No, 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 no. I like to go with video evidence, and until there's video evidence of Tory Lanez literally popping the gun out and pop-popping Megan in the leg, this is all allegedly. So in my mind, he is still innocent until proven guilty. So, you got to let Tory Lanez make money out here. You can't just, like, throw him off the, throw him off a festival, especially since he was a surprise to people. You can't do that. You gotta let him make money. That is pettiness at its top. But yet again, who am I to say that she can't be petty. She got shot in the foot by somebody. Again, she believes that it's Tory Lanez. What more can I say? Hey, do what you want on that, but hey, do that. But I want to say this. Why haven't we got any more news, like new information about Tory Lanez or in the Megan Thee Stallion like shooting incident? Why? It happened in July, okay, of 2020. We're in July. No, 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 no. We're in August of 2021, the first day of August. And we still haven't got any new information about the Megan Thee Stallion shooting. And that happened within the same year of Pop Smoke's death. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Tory Lanez and the Megan Thee Stallion incident happened, what, five months after Pop Smoke's uh, situation. Pop Smoke died in February. And the shooting happened in July. So that's May, March, April, May, June, July. Five months later, okay? Five months later, the Megan Thee Stallion incident happened in 
July, and it happened all in California, the nice side of California. Both incidents, both Pop Smoke's murder and Megan Thee Stallion's shooting. Now, I wanted to bring up something to you that I found really interesting here, okay? Pop Smoke, he died on February because people, somebody shot him, okay? But here's the deal here. They were able to catch the people in July of 2020, okay? They were able to catch these, they were able to catch four men in July of 2020, five months after Pop Smoke has passed, five, five months after Pop Smoke was killed and murdered, okay? They got the four men, and that's five months later, and they were still investigating it, but they did charge the four men with murder, okay? Now... It's been a year later, and they still have the they still have the men, and they were trying to put one on death row, but they uh, said that the prosecutors in the Pop Smoke murder case won't seek death penalty for the killer. I don't see how you don't. I understand that they don't want to do it, but I will seek it. Why not? You are running up. Okay, let me say this right now. I understand that you might be a poor person and you might be from the streets, and that's all you know is the streets, you know about getting it, you gotta get it, if you see somebody, you're basically Robin Hood, and it, not even Robin Hood, you're just robbing them, point blank, and just taking it, and you're bringing it right back to the hood, if you wanna do it, and break that down bar for bar, Robin Hood, get it, but, Pop Smoke wasn't the, Pop Smoke was just a guy that was trying to make it out of the hood himself in New York, and he was doing it through music, he did it, he was on his way up there, and then bang, he gets killed, and he dies, all right? Five months later, they catch the killers, bang, bang, done, done, okay? And they were still investigating, and they do whatever they want, all right? You were able to get Pop Smoke's killers in five months. Killers in California, in the high, nice part of California. But you mean to tell me that people or police officers still haven't gotten the evidence to really, like, officially charge Tory Lanes and set up a trial for Tory Lanes for that alleged shooting, not even alleged shooting, the shooting of Megan Thee Stallion. Because it was a shooting, she did get shot in the foot, but it's alleged that it was Tory Lanes. I want to make that perfectly clear and how I break that down. How do how has it been how is it that there has been no more new news about what happened or the incident? Now, I would think that. California police officers should have tape. They should have some type of evidence, something to say, hey, yo, we have enough evidence to support that Tory Lanez did shoot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot, or they should say, you know what, we don't have enough evidence, so this case is still open, but right now there's nothing that we can do. There's not enough evidence that we can say that points us in the direction of Tory Lanez shooting Megan Thee Stallion. Something has to be said, because right now we are in limbo. And there's nothing worse than somebody being in limbo that is proclaiming their innocence. It is a bad place to be in. If you are claiming that you are innocent and you are waiting and just waiting and waiting until somebody throws out the evidence that proves that you weren't there, it is one of the damnest thing ever. Because Tory Lanez is constantly just being reminded that, hey, yo, you shot Megan in the foot. Hey, yo, why you shoot Megan in the foot? Hey, you a pussy for shooting Megan in the foot. Real men don't shoot women. All this type of things. And yes, men do not shoot women unless you're in a legit uh, fight or flight situation. If you're in a 
death situation. If she got a gun in your face straight up as you wake up, because in certain movie instances, there's women over a, over a person's body with a gun. And if you happen to wake up in that instance, you shoot, pop the gun out of her hands. You are, I deem it legal that you could shoot her directly in the skull, in the face or whatever. I deem it legal. I don't care how anybody wants to look at it. You are in a fight or flight situation. Somebody got to go and it's not going to be me. That's all I see it as. But in that situation where they were in a car, nobody should have got shot in that instance. That's just, I just want to break down the different parallels here. How is it that nobody has seemed to give out information? If I was Tori, I'll be pissed off right now because I'll be seeing Megan flourishing, being in a successful spot. She's the it girl. She is loved by everybody. That shooting incident just increased her being loved by people yes there's gonna be haters still hating on megan but majority the majority outweighs the weak that 90 outweighs that 10 percent understand that one million dollars outweighed at ten thousand dollars you understand what i'm getting out here she is doing so well including being on track with Beyonce, winning all the awards, getting all this publicity. Shoot, she was on, I believe, like Sports Illustrated as uh, in a bikini and all that type of stuff. I mean, she is the it girl in hip hop and she's worked her butt off to do it. I'm not going to crap on Megan Thee Stallion. I'm not going to do none of that because that is crappy if I were to say that she hasn't worked her way to be in that spot. But what I'm saying is, Tory Lanez is sitting at home, making records, putting records still out there, people not listening to him as much because people are still saying that he shot Megan, even though there's less people now because there's been a year, and yet again, people are now starting to think that, hey, yo, what really happened? Because at our initial standpoint, we're always upset at the news of somebody getting shot at and if we see here that somebody did shoot somebody, we always say, and we always agree that, yo, the majority always agree, society agrees that, hey, yo, this person should be banned, this person should be canceled, this person should be locked away, under the jail, in jail, killed, whatever the case may be. Tory Lanez was in that spot last year. And now since evidence hasn't been rolling in and it's been a year, people are starting to think, okay, why hasn't evidence came out? Why hasn't more things came out? Why hasn't a trial came out for Tory Lanez yet? Why hasn't this and that? Because maybe, just maybe, Tory Lanez didn't shoot Megan. Just a thought there. Okay, I don't know Tory, I don't know Megan. I'm just saying, it's just a thought. He probably didn't shoot her. Just a thought. But that is a thing that people are thinking now. So it's now up to the prosecutor and everybody to now say something because it's not fair to keep him and Megan in limbo. More Tory Lanes. And also I give it to Megan because if it comes out that Megan was wrong and Tory Lanes didn't shoot her, she's going to have to answer for that. She's going to answer for it. And if Tory Lanes did shoot Megan the Stallion, guess what? Ayo, dog, that shadow banning that you've been like, been uh, a part of that shadow ban that the companies have been putting you under, guess what? It's now been warranted. It was already warranted last year because people thought that and people rolled with their emotions first and foremost. But now it's really going to be warranted because now they have evidence and everything to lock you away and everything else to prove that you did it. So, I want the DA and the police to at least throw out some type of evidence. Give us something. Give Megan and Tori something that can give credence to either side to say, hey, yo, 
here's here's what I've been saying all this time. Give us something. Because it's not fair to hold Tory in limbo. And it's not fair to hold Meg in limbo. It's not fair to hold the people that are just watching and chewing at the bits and waiting to hold it in limbo. It's not fair to the people chewing at the bits because, hey, yo, give us something to validate that, hey, yo, we did the right thing for not rocking with Tory and rocking with Meg. Give us something to validate by saying, hey, yo, we rock with Tory for saying that we've been with Tory, we've been listening to Tory's music all this time, and Megan kind of was tripping maybe. Give those people something that validates their choices because people need to be validated. That's just what it is. Give them something. Now, on to my next topic. I want to talk about Pierce Morgan. And yes, it's the exact same Pierce Morgan, the same white dude, British white dude that said something about Meghan Markle, calling her a crybaby, calling her a traitor to the crown and all this and all that garbage. I want to talk about Pierce Morgan because he came out and he said that he was going to say something about Simone Biles having to withdraw from uh, Olympic activities because she wants to maintain her mental health. Now, here's what Pierce Morgan said about, well, this is what he tweeted, okay, about this. He tweeted, are mental health issues now the go-to excuse for any poor performance in elite sport? What a joke. Just admit you did badly, made mistakes, and will strive to do better next time. Kids need strong role models, not this nonsense. In the next tweet he put, athletes are now deemed more courageous, inspiring, and heroic if they lose or quit than if they win or tough it out, which is ridiculous. I blame Twitter's virtue signalers for fueling this culture of celebrating weakness. The real world doesn't think like that. Now, I understand a little bit what he's saying that, hey, yo, if you did bad, hey, yo, don't blame it on your mental health. Just take all ownership for it and say, yo, I'll do better next time. I agree that a lot of people are putting mental illness and saying, that, hey, yo, my mental illness ain't right. And that's the reason why I didn't do good in this net. I understand what Pierce was trying to say in that one regard, one regard. But here's what I'm getting at here. He picked the wrong time to try to do it if he really didn't mean for it to go by against to go against Simone Biles. But again, he did for this to lead into Simone Biles. He said that he was gonna put a columnist column out about Simone Biles. And this tweets were about Simone Biles. Simone Biles did poorly in one of the Olympic activities, and she decided to bail out gracefully, saying, Hey yo, I'm gonna dip out of this. I'm not going to uh, compete in this, and I'm going to let my Olympic team do this i don't want to be a bother to them i don't want to drag down these girls working so hard to place something be placed in the olympics for this uh activity and in that activity the women held up their end of the deal and they were cool with it and they end up placing second place which is silver i believe in the olympics yeah because it's gold silver and then like bronze so yeah they placed silver in the activity and Simone Biles ends up saying that, that she had to drop out because she knew she didn't do right. She got to twisties, which twisties I didn't know, which last two weeks is basically you're not sticking your uh, landing right. You're something inside your body. just not you're like nervousness and it stays with you for about a good two weeks. I never knew none of this because I never did gymnastics. But in this case here, Piers Morgan should have shut the fuck up. Why, as a white man, are you constantly saying something about black women? This is your second black woman that you said something this year about, my nigga. Come on, dog. You said something about you said something about Meghan Markle earlier in the year. That's already one black woman. 
People were killing you because you said something about a black woman in the palace. And now you're saying something and you dipped your white, funky, old, dreaded, British crumply ass out here, out the window to say something about Simone Biles. Come on. You should have fed that shit to somebody else. If that's how you truly felt, damn, you shouldn't have wrote that, my nigga. I understand people say, well, Gerald, everybody has a voice. Everybody has an opinion. Yeah, but my God, man, you were already in controversy at the beginning of the year. Do you like being in controversy? Yes. People in entertainment like to be in controversy because you want to know why? If their name is being brought up in controversy, guess what? Their name's going to be around. And that's the only way they can constantly make money. And then Pierce Morgan drives off of his name being on the cusp of people's tongues. So, here's the last I'm going to give of you, Pierce Morgan, before I get off your sorry ass. Stay the fuck off of black women. Legit. Stay off. Because this is your second time now, and this is the second time that you have been on the cusp of black people's tongues because you're talking bad about one of us yet again. Stay your white, crusty, old, British motherfucking name. Keep Simone Biles' name out your mouth. Keep any black woman's name out your mouth. Talk about a black man. You're picking on black women, dog. Talk about a black man. See if a black man won't come up there and sock you in your shit. Or won't debate you. Let's be honest. The last time you got debated with a black man on your... Debated with a black man, you storm off like a little bitch on your own show. Let's be honest. You stormed off. You stormed off and then you quit. You quit later in the day. Off of your own show. See how much you really care? about debating something you don't care about debates dog you want to get your stuff out you want to get your ideology out you want to get your philosophy out and be damned to anybody else be damned to the blacks right now because it seems like being black is an open season for you because it seems like you know the algorithms you say something about a great black person you are automatically being Google search. You're automatically going to be on the trending topics. That is one of the keynotes. Black people are running shit around here. And that's the truth. You say something great about a black person. Guess what? You're on trending topics. You say something great about a white person. People don't give two fucks about it. Let's be honest. Like as I said before, the tides are trending. They're turning. The tides are slowly but surely. They're damn near turning. Anytime you say something great about, anytime you say something damning about a great black person, black people are on your ass. Because we don't like whenever somebody comes after us, if it's not one of us. If it's one of us going after each other, hey man, that's just constant nigga shit. We go after each other, that's just a crabs in the barrel mentality. But whenever we see another person outside of us come after us, that's when we all band together. And that's being for real. Stay your ass over there. Watch over there. Say something about your white counterparts over there. I bet you won't. You want to know why? Because nobody will give a damn about what you said. Let's be honest. How many great whites are in the Olympics? Not many. The only greats that were in the Olympics literally are the basketball team, which is becoming a flop now because people aren't really giving a damn about basketball. The only thing is people keep on saying that Team America keeps on losing. Hmm. Why is that? Because nobody gives a damn and people just got out of that covid bubble in last year and people just got out of doing the nba finals and personally people just want to party the hell up if you're an nba player nobody's giving a damn about the olympic sports for basketball right now if you play in the nba nobody cares that's just real talk and two simone biles is the greatest gymnastic olympian ever that's been proven look her record up dog i don't have to say that shit you got google look that up yourself google's free and we would have been talking about 
track if we would have got Shikari Richards sitting there. Let's be honest. But hey, people took her out. That's fine and dandy. She got a brand deal, and she's going to be on the bigger and better things. That's cool. Again, black, black, black. Basketball, greatness, black sport. Gymnastics with Simone Biles, black. Greatest gymnastic Olympian of all time. Truly the GOAT. And Shikari Richardson, track, a black thing. No white person can really outrun track or do that shit unless you were Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner now. Let's be honest, dog. That was true. Other than that, that's all black stuff. You hate me, you can hate you can hate what I said, but it's the truth. You can look that up, you know what to do. Google is free, Google it. Google it. Google it. Now, I want to get on to you whiteies. Yes, 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 yes. I want to get on to you right now because you guys allowed Pierce Morgan to get on his shit about Simone Biles, but y'all are not getting on Amber Heard shit about Johnny Depp. I'm not understanding that. I'm not understanding how she is able to still keep her Aquaman job, but Johnny Depp had to dip out of his Fantastic Beast job. And if you don't know what Fantastic Beast is, it's basically the prequel to the Harry Potter franchise. It's talking about Harry Potter's parents, I believe. Because if I remember straightly, Fantastic Beast started off in the trailer about Harry Potter's father or some type of magical shit or whatever. I don't keep up with Harry Potter. Harry Potter ain't my deal. It ain't my game. But I did pay attention to whenever uh, Depp had to get out, whenever Depp had to resign his spot. And it's fascinating to me how, yes, people were upset about it, but it's not really on the media's like to-do list. It's not really flashing up on the media's thing. By God, it's not, it's not doing it. It's not doing justice for this. But have no fear, I'm here to read off something from you. And this comes from Deadline. As it reads, the headline reads, Johnny Depp's fans' efforts to have Amber Heard axe from Aquaman 2 carried no water, says producers. As it reads, an Aquaman sequel without Amber Heard was never, ever an option. Today on the Deadline Hero Nation podcast, Aquaman in the last in the Lost Kingdom producer, Peter Saffron was asked whether the social media campaign by Johnny Depp fans for Amber Heard's removal from the DC sequel ever had any influence on the production and their casting decisions. I don't think we're ever going to react to, honestly, pure fan pressure, says Saffron, whose James Gunn, the Suicide Squad movie, hits theaters and HBO Max on August 6th. You gotta do what's best for the movie, continues Saffron. We felt that if it's James Wan and Jason Momoa, it should be Amber Heard. That's really it is. That's really what it was. That was weird how Deadline or wrote that shit. They should have corrected that. Anyway, as it reads on, one is not unaware of what is going on in the Twitterverse, but that doesn't mean you have to react to it or take it as gospel or agree or accede to their wishes. Says Saffron, you have to do what's right for the film, and that's really where we landed on it. Listen here. How on God's green are you keeping Amber Heard on, but you guys are... Okay, let me hit it with the backstory here. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, they're in this whole custody... They're not even custody. They're in this whole lawsuit deal. Amber Heard has came out and said that Johnny Depp has abused her. Johnny Depp has straight up said, nah, I haven't abused her at all. And there's been video evidence. There's been audio leakage of Amber Heard saying some atrocious, saying some real, real 
fucked up things. Matter of fact, I'm gonna play it for you right now. I don't got time for this. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna just play it for you right now. After you fucking night. got physically violent with me, I texted Travis. I said, come up here because I, I didn't want anything to, to happen. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's coming to what? Save me? No, go ahead. Continue. You, you, you. Travis, do the rescue. No, that, no, that was the last one. You can go, uh, you go. That was the last insult. You, you, you called me a liar and yet, yeah. Yet. I watched you lie. You called me a liar? I watched you lie. I You're heard it. I was right there. There's no, what? You still haven't told me what lie it is. We'll talk but yet, to, every single fucking time. We'll talk you know to you Travis. do this every single fucking time. We'll talk time. to Travis. I'm not fucking talking to nobody. No, fuck that. You fucking... go fucking jerk. Go jerk him off. I don't care. I really could care less. It's you every single time. You latch onto some sort of thing. When I already told you, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. You don't even know what you're talking about. You still haven't even told me what it is. But run with it. You I have told you it. what it is. No, you haven't. I said to Travis, I said, Good. no, I said to you, hey, Tell Travis what just happened. You oh, you careless. told me to do it. You yeah. told me to. You said, go do that. I said, no, tell him what just happened. And I lied. And that you punched me in the You're fucking right. thing. and You, you figured in it the face. And you said, no, fuck it. No, I didn't. What the fuck are you talking about? And I, I watched you lie. You. And then I, I didn't I punch you, and then by the way. You, I'm sorry that I didn't uh, you, uh, uh, punch hit you. Me across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. It was not punching you. Babe, you're not punched. Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. You, you know, you, you've been a lot of fights, been around a long time. I know. Yeah, no, right? when you fucking have a closed you fist. You get punched. You got hit. I'm sorry I hit you like this. But I did not punch you. I did not fucking deck you. I fucking was hitting you. You can't I don't know what me. the motion of my actual hand was. But you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. How are your toes? How, what am I supposed to do? Do this? How are you I, I'm not sitting here bitching about it, am I? You are. Oh, That's the difference between me dog. and you. You're a fucking baby. Because you start you physical fights? You are such a baby! Because Grow you, the fuck up, Because you start me. physical fights? I did start a physical fight. Yeah, you did, so I had because to get the fuck out of Now, as you all heard, again, Amber Heard knows how to play it up. She knows how to get underneath people's skin. Now, I want to say this. That is a case of gaslighting if you don't know what it is. As people don't know what gaslighting is, this is another way how to tempt people into acting the way that you want them to act. I could bring up somebody. Okay, let's say like this. A woman just lost her child, right? I could bring up, ooh, look at, look at that baby. Look at it. Look at it. That baby is so smiling and everything else. I know this woman just lost her baby, right? And I'm mentioning how this baby, I show her a photo of babies on Instagram and everything else. I say, ooh, this baby's cute. What if we get it? What happened if we can do something? What's, what, can we do any of this? I'll just mention anything about a newborn baby. I'm gaslighting this woman. I'm knowing that this baby just lost a woman. I am setting her up either to be angry, sad, or whatever. The way that I present that information is the way that I want it to her to react. If I present it in a happy way, I can gaslight her in a way of, being upset if I present it in an angry way, like this is how our baby should have looked, and this and that. I'm gaslighting her. Just you're manipulating. You're manipulating the situation. Amber Heard manipulated the situation, getting getting Johnny Depp basically kicked off his movie, The Fantastic Beast. Now again, I don't pay too much about pay too much uh in uh information about Harry Potter stuff. I'm not too much well versed in Harry Potter, but Again, I will say this. I am well-versed in uh, knowing how people get manipulated. I am well-versed in uh, knowing uh, the truth in certain details, in knowing the devil in the details, and knowing how to be a dickhead 
majority, if I want to play it, believe me, I know exactly how to be a dickhead when I want to be a dickhead. And I believe everybody else in American society and everybody else in the world knows how to too. Amber Heard played the Trump card, the female card of Johnny Depp was abusive. He was, uh, he abused me and everything else. I try to fight for my life and everything, yada, yada, yada. How is it? Johnny Depp has all these people coming out and say that Johnny Depp would never do anything like this. He's not this type of guy. All these reputable people, his ex-wives, his mothers of his children, everything else are coming out and saying how Johnny Depp wouldn't even hurt a fly. He, no, he ain't that type of person. But this one is saying that he somehow is smacking and beating her the fuck up. How? How? God, seriously, how? And having photo evidence of her being bruised up and everything else. I think... Okay, off their first look, and after you get your emotions in check, because anybody seen a woman getting bruised, a photo of a woman being bruised, our first emotions always is, who the hell did this to you? In anger and everything else, because that's emotion, and women are the most precious things to life. We hold women up in a, women up in a high regard that nobody should be hitting on women at all. That's the high regard that we put them in. Well-versed. And understandably, all around throughout the world. I think we all understand that. So, after the first look of the video, uh, the first look of the photos, yes, we're all going to agree that, yeah, whoever did this to Amber Heard or whoever did this to any woman that, anybody that has hit a woman, you're effed up. Period. However, after you let your emotions settle down and you get to start looking at that photos and you then start to pay attention to who this guy is, you get some. Uh, backstory and get some actual people saying, hey, oh, this person wouldn't do this, and you get a whole lot of people that are reputable saying that this person wouldn't do it. You got to then take into account, okay, play devil's advocate. What happened if he didn't do it? How did she get bruised up? Did she do this to herself? There's been plenty of evidence that women have been beating themselves up and blame their dude or blame their ex-dude or blame their dude that they're with, blame their baby father, blame the person that they're just upset at. Women are great at playing the system against men. It has been the oldest tale of time. It's true. I don't give a damn how you look at it. It is facts, period. Getting to this, Amber Heard played it up. Guy Johnny Depp relinquished off his Warner Brothers movie. And she is still with Warner Brothers doing DC. After 2 million people signed an online petition to get her kicked the hell off of Aquaman 2, the producer said, nah, we're going to keep Amber Heard on. Fuck the, fuck the petition. Fuck the people that say Johnny Depp. And fuck Johnny Depp in essential because Johnny Depp is there and he's looking at all this shit and there's no way. If I'm Johnny Depp, I'm not looking at Warner Brothers crazy like, yo, y'all still got this crazy bitch on a sh movie, but you don't have me on my movie. You don't have me, the guy that people are coming out and saying, yo, I would never do this to this woman. There has been video and audio and everything else that will bet that's backing me up saying, yo, I didn't do this. This woman is out of her fucking mind. But no, you keep the woman that's out of her fucking mind in the position that she's in and you kick me off. This will make me upset. This will make my blood boil off of Johnny Depp. But have no fear, Johnny Depp did at least get one W in his allotted time slot. And this is coming from USA Today. The main title reads, Judge sides with Johnny Depp in the ACLU must reveal if Amber Heard donated $7 million 
of a divorce settlement. As it reads, Johnny Depp has notched a victory in his lengthy legal battle against ex-wife Amber Heard. A New York judge has partially granted a petition from the Pirates of the Caribbean star to determine if Heard donated the entirety of her $7 million divorce settlement to the American Civil Liberties Union and to Children's Hospital Los Angeles as she pledged. As a result of the ruling, the ACLU must release documents that confirm whether or not her followed through on her donation promise, which has been a point of contention in the former couple's legal saga. Mr. Depp is most gratified by the court's decision. Depp's attorney, Benjamin Chu, said in a statement to USA Today, USA Today has reached out to her as attorney and to the ACLU for comment. In November, Depp lost a libel lawsuit in London against the publisher of the Sun tabloid, which had labeled him a wife beater in the 2018 headline after Heard accused him of being a, an abuser in Los Angeles in 2016 as they were ending their short, volatile marriage. The case pitted Depp against a powerful tabloid and his editor with Heard as their star witness. In March, Depp was refused an appeal, an appeal after his lawyer Andrew, I don't know how to say my man's name last one, argued that Heard's donation pledge was a calculated and manipulated lie that tipped the scales against Mr. Depp from the very beginning. Andrew also alleged one of Heard's intended charitable benefactors, Children's Hospital Los Angeles, wrote to Depp's business advisor in 2019 saying Heard had not made any payments. Lawyers for the Sun's publisher rejected the, the arguments in court in March, saying Heard did not lie about the donation because she was pledging to pay the sums over 10 years. She had made a number of payments already in the pursuance of these pledges, said Adam Walensky, representing News Group newspaper. Now, let me just make that perfectly clear. Johnny Depp wants to make sure that this woman is going to continue to donate that $7 million to these charities. Since she pledged it, and since she said she's going to do it, hey, he wants to make sure that she is a woman of her word. And hey, man, this is the only best way that I will get back at her. Hey, you try to get at me, guess what? I'm going to get at you. You, I got tip that you are not uh, being so truthful and saying that you are giving away your money to the people that you're supposed to be giving away your money to. Hey, 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 open that up. Open up it up. Open it up. Open it up. Tell me. Tell me. Have you been doing it? Have you been? Have you? Come on. Yeah, man. Have you been giving that money away or you've been stowing it away for yourself? Have you been in, have you been one of those people that say, hey, I've given blood to this and that, but really haven't been given blood and being called out in front of your friends and saying that you haven't been giving it blood out? AKA, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Again, this is just a win for Johnny Depp. Hey, man, you got to take the win where you can get him. Call a liar out for a liar and guarantee you, if she is not giving away that money, this is only going to prove how much of a scumbag this woman is. And hopefully this will make Warner Brothers and everybody else that wants to do business with her later look at her like, mm, I can't trust you. But again, this is Hollywood or Holly fake or whatever you want to call it. That is the land that they're living in. Nothing but pure smoke and mirrors in California, Hollywood, that residential area to damn and be damn with them. And before I get out of here, this is my last topic I want to talk to you guys about. It's another trash-ass white person. And boy, oh boy, is this person trashy. Boy, oh boy, my God. Uh, this comes from Yahoo Sports. And it reads, Conor McGregor tweets and deletes volatile comment about Khabib Nomega Madoff's late father. As it reads, it appears Conor McGregor is not handling his recent loss well. 
After his first round TKO loss to Dustin Poirier as a result of Dr. Stoppage due to a broken tibula and fibula at UFC 264, McGregor's bitter rival, Khabib, tweeted his thoughts on the results. Khabib tweeted, Good always defeats evil. Very happy for Dustin Poirier. I hope you will get the belt end of the year. After two weeks, McGregor seemingly tweeted his response to Khabib going after his late father, who unfortunately passed away last year after complications resulting from the contraction of COVID-19. And this is what this trash-ass person tweeted. McGregor tweeted out, COVID is good and father is evil. Question mark? The tweet has been deleted. The bad blood between McGregor and the now-retired Omega Madoff stems from the notorious lead-up to their fight at UFC 229 in 2018. In his first successful title defense, Omega Madoff defeated McGregor at two UFC 229 by fourth-round submission by way of neck crank. It would also be remiss not to mention the biggest post-fight brawl in UFC history, which took place not long after the finish of that fight, when McGregor jumped off the cage to fight Dylan Dennis. McGregor was also jumped by members of the Mega Madoff team in the Octagon. Despite the fact that the fight took place three years ago, it does not appear the back blood between McGregor and the Mega Madoff has subsided. In any event, to mock a dead family member, let alone a father, is way past the theoretical line of what can or should be said. Again, this is one trash-ass person. White people, how before y'all come to over to another uh, ethnicity, to another uh, ethnicity problem, fix what all, fix y'all problem. Fix the problem within y'all white dome. Fix the problem within your white spear, okay? Or sphere, or whatever the hell you want to call it. Your ecosystem. Fix that. Fix the problems in that before you try to ruffle off to somebody else. Ecosystem. You understand? McGregor should have been knocked the fuck out. I ain't going to front. The Mega Madoff is better than me because I ain't going to front. With the type of money that I got, the type of money that the Mega Madoff got, and the type of resources that I know he got from people, people, there's no way in hell I wouldn't have found exactly where McGregor was. And there's no way in hell that he would not become. There's no way. There's no way he would have been able to tweet that out and think that I ain't coming to see him sometime soon. There's no way. None. I would have started doing researching. Where does he train at? Where does he rehab at? There's no way you would have not seen me pop up and I would have dived directly for McGregor. That is disrespectful than he- as a mother. There have been people dying over COVID last year in years. For the past, last year and this year constant, people are dying over COVID, bruh. And you are, have the gall to tweet out COVID is good, father is evil, question mark? To be a shot at your rival? The hell is wrong with you? You have called Khabib a rat. You have called his father a rat. You have called his manager a rat. You have insulted the man's religion. You have insulted the man's family. What the hell is wrong with you? Yes, this is all within Connor's wheelhouse. But come on, the father is dead. Let the dead be, bro. You don't got to run up and do that. Yes, you deleted the tweet. But guess what? That shit will live in infamy in Google Images. Whenever anybody wants to Google that damn tweet, guess what? Somebody has it on the internet and somebody has already posted that back up, bruh. You are disgusting. You are a disgrace to any sport. I don't give a damn. This is up there with Michael Vick in the dogfighting situation. People are going to say, how is that up there with that? Let me break it to you, white folks, more than less. Michael Vick had dogs fighting against one another. Dogs, okay? 
pets, motherfuckers. I don't give a damn how much you like your pet and everything else. Let's be honest. If your dog dies, your dog dies. You're going to cry about it. But nigga, if your relative or your child passes, you're going to cry and care about your child passing more than your damn dog. Let's be honest. I want everybody to really be honest here. Do you care more about your pet or do you care more about your father, mother, or fucking child? Let's be honest. Let's kick it and be real with it. What McGregor did, he passed that. He crossed the line. He talked about a dead man's father. You understand? A man's father. A man's father that was honored and respected by that man. Do you understand? Khabib is not fighting no more in UFC because he is honoring his mother's wish to say, hey, yo, my mom wants me out of this sport. And I told her after this one fight, I'll be out. After this last fight, I'll be out. And guess what? He won the last fight, and guess what he did? He dipped the hell out. The only reason why he's still around in UFC is because he made a promise to every member of his team that was around him whenever he was training. And as champion, he made the promise that I will be around and be around for you guys. But once the people that were around him are done, guess what? He's out of the sport. As a trainer, he's not getting back in the sport actively fighting or anything, but he's around to coach them up and prep them up into their fights and into their big moments and be there for them like they were for him. A respectable and honorable man could be this. Conor McGregor, not so much. He's an asshole. White people, get your white boy correct. Because I promise you, another one of those tweets, he lucky he didn't do that to another ethnicity. I promise you, he lucky he didn't do that to a, one of the Diaz brothers. Let's be honest. Cross the line one of the Diaz brothers. Let me make this perfectly clear to you. You ain't going to see the next day. That person, certain people might be wanting to jump you and be froggy whenever they come and see you. Let's be honest. He lucky he didn't text that or tweet that out about a black person. Let's be honest again. You do that towards one of us. There's no way somebody ain't going to be on your ass. But yet again, this is Connor. Connor is a complete jackass. He is a complete joke. These are what this these are the people that want to hype up a fight so much that it's gonna cost them their fucking life fucking around with the wrong person. Khabib is not the one. Khabib was ready to end that man in that cage, that fourth round, that rear naked choke whenever he had him in that choke. That man was ready to choke the fuck out of him, and I don't blame him at all. Hell, he was trash talking McGregor in that fight saying, You wanna talk now? You want to talk now? As he was beating him up, as he was laying and punched into McGregor, talking mad junk, and McGregor saying it was only for show, only for show. Look back. There's video footage of the transcripts of what they were talking about in the fight. It's true. McGregor is trash. He wants to be a Mayweather so bad, but Mayweather doesn't even go that far. Mayweather has done some despicable things from time to time. Yes, he does some things to hype up the fight to make people want to see him lose. That's all McGregor's marketing, not McGregor, but Mayweather's marketing plan is. And McGregor tries to copy it, and he copied it to the point that he wants to succeed it and try to really bait Khabib out of retirement to try to give back that win over Khabib. That's not happening, dog. You're going to catch these hands outside. You're going to catch these hands somewhere outside by either Khabib's people or either by Khabib himself. I guarantee you, there's no way that tweet isn't going unpunishable. Mark my words. I promise you, if McGregor gets into a fight somewhere along the lines of either the remainder of this year or next year by one of Khabib's people, it's going to be because of this tweet. I promise you. Just mark my words. That's what I'm... I promise you, that's exactly what's going to happen. You understand? Now, 
that has been all the topics for this week's episode i want to thank you all for listening before i get you guys out of here you can reach me at on twitter at my two cents podcast on instagram my two cents podcast g2 and on email my two cents pod at yahoo.com remember all episodes are available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and podbean if you want to give me a five star review on apple Podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated or as a matter of fact give me any type of star review that i deserve and by the way whenever you do get these star reviews or give me any type of stars please put something in there write a review of tell me how i can make the show better because this show is all about giving out my opinions on topics throughout the week or things that I find important that I believe that people should know about. Okay? And also, by the way, please wear your mask. Please. We are going back to wearing your mask. The whole United States is going shortly and it's fastly approaching. Everybody's going to be having to wear a mask. Even though you don't want to, you're going to have to go back to wearing them. Please do it. Whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, please wear your mask. You know it lead for the love of god because you want to keep other people safe you want to keep your family safe you want to keep you safe trust me you don't want to die out here you don't know what's on the other end of that you do not know what's reaching what's on the other end you don't know if it's straight up just black darkness eternal darkness or you don't know if there is a complete afterlife and you don't know which side of the spectrum you're on let's be honest here nobody on this earth does but we're just all playing that gamble it's all 50 50 chance of luck here that's just what it is but still keep your mask on please for the love of god do that i do love everybody that listens to my podcast that i do love everybody on this world i get very very upset and hyped up like this whenever i get some topics that i really feel emotional about and these topics i felt something in me that i was revved up to talk about this time right so again i want to thank you all for listening have a great rest of your day if you listen to it sunday morning have a great rest of your sunday morning but if you're listening to it monday or whatever the time please have a great rest of your day and have a great rest of your week charge through the rest of this week and uh i believe that's all i gotta say i thank you guys i love you all please remember to wear your mask remember this isn't goodbye this is until you hear from the sweet sounding voice again and this again has been my two cents podcast presented by g2 hosted by g2 and i thank you all for paying attention and tuning in this week i'll catch you guys next week bye bye now i'm tired you tired Uh jesus wept